guys, it's Simon. This is Wrestling Unlimited. As it's Friday, December 9th, 2022, and this is the Wrestling Wrap-Up. A handful of news brought to you in one easy-to-watch video. We got a lot to talk about. Some shorter news notes instead of stories, but we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We have about ten things we're going to talk about today here on the Wrestling Wrap-Up. Again, we got some... Lengthy news stories. We've got some news notes we're going to hit on and so forth. So we got a bunch of stuff to talk about from a good sounding update when it comes to Barry Windham. What's going on with Miro? What's going on with Sasha Banks? Some John Cena news, Roman Reigns news, and so much more. Because again, this is the wrestling wrap up every Monday and Friday morning at Roughly 11 a.m. Pacific time, between 11 and noon when I get going. We talk about all the latest news in the world of professional wrestling. And you can watch a couple of different ways. You can either watch live, twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited, or you can watch or listen later, whether that's youtube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited or podcast services all around the globe like Stitcher, Spotify, Google Pod, Apple Pod, Anchor, iHeartRadio, and so much more. Remember, if you are watching live, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can either help us out by hitting that donate button down below or by donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also, remember, you can help us out by subscribing to the channel one of two different ways. You can subscribe with a tiered subscription or you can subscribe with Amazon Prime. Because remember, if you have Amazon Prime, then you have Prime Gaming. But it doesn't just have to be your Amazon Prime account. It can be anybody's Amazon Prime account. It can be your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, your grandma, your grandpa, your auntie, your uncle, your cousin, anybody, anybody, anybody. Also remember that with subscribing to the channel or with subscribing with Amazon Prime, you get a bunch of things like free games, free stuff for games, and you always get one free subscription to any Twitch channel you want to subscribe to throughout the month. And I'd greatly appreciate it if you did right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Remember on the flip side, you can go over to YouTube and become a channel member to support us over there. Hit the join button to become a channel member. And as a channel member, you get early access to news, early access podcast episodes, early access non-news videos, and so much more. Also, remember, you can get all of that by heading over to the our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash PWUnlimited. And finally, head over to the Epic Game Store. Head over to the Epic Game Store and buy something. Whether you're buying the Game Awards Game of the Year Elden Ring, maybe you're buying... Sifu. Maybe you're getting a 2018 Game of the Year nominee, Spider-Man. You're claiming one of the free games or getting bucks for Rocket League, Fortnite, Fall Guys, or Rumbleverse. Well, use our code PWUnlimited at checkout. Use our code PWUnlimited at checkout for all Epic Games and Epic Game Store purchases. Remember, Fortnite just started a new season. You gotta get that new battle pass. Get that new battle pass. Use our code PWNLIMITED at checkout. Only takes you a couple of seconds to put it in. Bada bing, bada boom, boom. You're good. Good to go. But with that, we've got a bunch of news to talk about. And the first thing we're gonna talk about is an update to the health scare of Barry Windham. Barry Windham had a heart attack last week, was admitted into ICU, and well, Seems to be stabilized and no longer in the ICU. As the update today is as followed. <clears throat> and this does come from his niece, Mika Rotunda, the sister of Bob Dallas and Bray Wyatt. She states, Thank you. 
to all who reached out, prayed, contributed, and sent well wishes to my Uncle Barry this week. I wanted to give an update. I'm grateful to say he is stabilized and out of ICU, talking and able to stand. Thanks again, everyone. There's ap there absolutely is power in prayer. So that is good to hear that Barry Windham is no longer in the ICU and that he's recovering, doing better. That's awesome. That's fan-frickin-tastic to hear. And that's just not much more to say on it other than tremendous news for the family. So going forward, kind of got a two-parter here as far as Miro does go because there's, there's some stuff to talk about here. There's some conflicting reports when it comes to one Miro. We're going to talk about the first report that came out from Fightful. And let me pull this link up because for some reason I have to go the opposite way because the link is not working. So Fightful first reported, I want to say yesterday, Wednesday, 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 Wednesday. If I could find it now. Uh, okay, so Fightful first reported Wednesday, quote, After Miro's absence, many fans have wondered where he's been. After inquiring with all elite wrestling sources, it was reiterated to us that Miro is and has been completely healthy and wanting to actively compete. However, we're told creative simply hasn't been presented for him and agreed upon. Now, here's the thing. I don't know if Fightful didn't get all the details or maybe they just didn't fully explain well. Now, with the new details we have, which we'll get to in a second, that last line that they wrote makes a little more sense. Quote, however... We're told that creative simply hasn't been presented for him and agreed upon. Now, there's some things wrong in that. According to a new report from Dave Meltzer, creative has been presented. He has been told, this is what we want to do with you. And he said no. So with them saying creative simply hasn't been presented, well, that's not true. And then agreed upon is true because... He didn't agree upon it, if that makes sense. He didn't, I guess you could say, agree to what Tony Khan and whoever else is booking or, or coming up with these plans stated. And got the, this is exactly what Meltzer wrote. Pfeiffer reported that Miro was healthy and not doing acting and was not being used because there was no creative idea for him. The first part is accurate. The second part is very much not. He isn't injured, and he is available. Ideas were presented for him in September for an angle that would go through full gear, but he wasn't down with them. So rather than put him on TV for, for no purpose, they were waiting for him to agree to creative. He's expected back soon, and the two sides have been talking. So that's the update. They did present Miro with some ideas, Yet Miro said, that's not what I want to do. And they don't want to just throw him on TV doing nothing. I mean, he did do the stuff with House of Black and Sting and Darby at the All Out Pay-Per-View and whatnot. But it seems like they had a plan for him coming out of that. And it's not something he liked or wanted to do. So, can't put that all on Tony Khan. And I do want to apologize because I shit on it. And I shit on him saying, how can you not have plans for Miro? How can you not think of anything for Miro? Miro, Miro. I said that at the beginning of my Dynamite review this week. Now I want to say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Tony Khan. 
because I got a little upset over that, thinking that they had no plans for him. But no, it's that they didn't have plans Miro liked. And that's when you kind of got to be, hey, I'm the boss. I'm the booker. I write the storylines. You're the, for lack of better terms, employee that does what I say. So if they had a storyline for Miro that they wanted him to do, and Miro said no, Tony could have just been like, oh, shit. This is what we're doing. This is what you're doing. Let's go. Instead, he sat him at home. So if Miro's complaining to people that he's not being used, well, it's because you don't want to do what they're presenting to you. So it kind of goes both ways. They got to figure out ideas that Miro likes, but at the same time, Miro's got to be accommodating to them because they're writing the storylines, not him. They are. Speaking of storylines, one big storyline going into the new year is what the heck is going to happen with Roman Reigns as the double champ as we lead in to WrestleMania season. Going into WrestleMania, the big question is, does Roman defend against The Rock? Does Roman just face The Rock in a non-title match? Does Roman defend both titles as one? Does Roman defend both titles separately? And we have some news on this for Dave Meltzer in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter as Meltzer wrote the following. One of the things talked about internally is WWE in WWE is for Reigns to wrestle both nights at Mania, with the working idea being Cody Rhodes and Dwayne Johnson. Nothing is definite, and actually today, the best bet is that it won't take place like that. There's also talks of splitting up the titles so Raw has the world championship after Mania. But until anything probably mid-January... But, but anything until probably mid-January, when plans have to be finalized because of the Rumble this year, is just talk. The complete overreaction, when I noted that Johnson winning the Rumble was a pie-in-the-sky idea, which, of course, is the perfect in a perfect world was the right situation, is just that. Situation. And Johnson has bar fi- far bigger things on his plate like the XFL launch, movies, TV, and whatever. So, there we go. There is a working plan of Roman to defend both titles, and it sounds like maybe lose one of those, possibly to Cody Rhodes. And now we sit and wait. The Rumble is a month and a half away, and they basically got to lock something. I mean, they don't have to 100%, but they got to lock something in as far as figuring out who's winning the Rumble and then challenging Roman. And whether that is challenging Roman for one title, challenging Roman for two titles, or, and I doubt they would do this, being added in or being a triple threat with Dwayne, Roman, and maybe Cody. I doubt they go that route, the triple threat, whatever. But, possibility. It's a possibility. Speaking of Roman Reigns, we do know that he was a little upset following the Survivor Series War Games match and suffered what was said to be a ruptured eardrum. But it looks like he's not the only one that suffered a ruptured eardrum in War Games, as Dave Meltzer wrote the following in the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Both Reigns and McIntyre are out of action right now due to suffering ruptured eardrums at Survivor Series. It's a short-term thing, and both should be back soon. McIntyre was hurt at Survivor Series, but kept working on it through the 12-4 house show in Portland, Maine but didn't realize he was hurt that bad until he was examined after the show. Reigns was upset 
but 20 minutes later, it had all blown over, so there is no lingering issues regarding it. Now, we do know with Roman, he was basically slapped in the side of the head by Kevin Owens, which ruptured the eardrum. He was, I guess you could say, phys not physically, but verbally upset backstage as soon as the match was over, and that's why he didn't attend the press conference, but it seems like everything has been smoothed over. McIntyre was supposed to be on SmackDown tonight, challenging for the tag titles. That's not happening, and hopefully McIntyre is back soon, and this doesn't keep him out of action for too long. Meltzer did state that it seems like it's going to be a short-term deal. Speaking of injuries, we do know that some other WWE superstars are working through injuries, and one hopefully didn't come back too soon. We do know that recently, Becky Lynch had stated that, yes, I was cleared to return, but my shoulder is still not feeling right. It's still not at 100%. So Becky is still working hurt. She came back, but she's kind of working hurt still. Another WWE superstar who's also less than 100% is Sheamus. For Dave Meltzer in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter, he states that Sheamus is currently, quote, banged up, but working through his issues. Jameis was also in the Survivor Series War Games match on the losing end of things along with the other Brawling Brutes and so forth and Kevin Owens and Drew McIntyre. So those are two wrestlers who are working through injuries. We know that Matt Riddle was written off television this past week. He's been pulled from the live events this weekend, but it's unclear if Riddle is actually injured or if that's all just a storyline thing. We also do know that Veer is dealing with an injury, hence why he was pulled from deadline this weekend because they don't want the injury, which is a broken finger, to get any worse. And then it, suffer it caused him to not be able to work the upcoming potential India show in January. So there are a number of WWE superstars that are either hurt or working through injuries at this moment. Speaking of people working through injuries, we know that John Cena has worked through a multitude of injuries, came back earlier than expected for injury from injuries, and well, we got an update on John Cena and his timeline-ish around WrestleMania season next year. An update has emerged on John Cena's availability in early 2023 ahead of WrestleMania 39 in April. With the April 1st and 2nd events set to emanate from California's SoFi Stadium, there's recently been speculation about a number of returns that could be planned for the show. Some have speculated that John Cena, who is currently making a name for himself as a Hollywood star, could appear, if not wrestle, at WrestleMania. We know that Logan Paul has kind of been pushing for that match. Yet, according to Dave Meltzer, in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter, he states that Cena's 2023 film schedule is the latest addition to the concerns of big names being at next year's Mania. Meltzer states that Cena will be in Australia shooting the comedy movie Ricky Stanicky from February to March next year, which means that if Cena wants to work Mania, there may be no time for him to actually come in and set up a program. Now, this doesn't mean that they can't film things on that set or afterwards in the hotel or whatnot and have Cena appear on screen to make a challenge, but it's going to make it a challenge for them to really do anything per se. I mean, we did the whole Kevin Owens Stone Cold build last year with Stone Cold never appearing, so it is possible 
that maybe Logan Paul calls out John Cena. Cena never comes out. Logan Paul's like, yeah, Cena's scared of me. He saw what I did against Roman last year. I almost beat Roman where he never had a chance against Roman at SummerSlam. And then he challenges Cena to show up at Mania. All of what Kevin Owens did last year telling Austin, show up at Mania. So there's still the potential of setting up a John Cena match and not needing Cena there for the build. But it's just makes it not as intriguing in some of the aspects. Also, according to a new report from Variety, they do state that as of right now, John Cena is scheduled for the final SmackDown of 2022, which would be taking place on the 30th in three weeks. So Cena's going to be on that SmackDown doing what? We don't know. Well, he's scheduled for the SmackDown. We don't know 100% if he's going to be there live in person. We don't know if he's going to be... Via video, we don't know exactly everything going on, but the Variety Report does read as followed, if it will want to open. <clears throat> Variety has learned exclusively that iconic professional wrestler and actor, that the, the iconic professional wrestler and actor, John Cena, is set to appear on the final SmackDown Live of the year on December 30th, which will take place in the Amelie Arena in Tampa, Florida. According to an individual with knowledge of the situation, more announcements are planned for the episode in the coming weeks. They say that this will mark only seeing a second appearance on WWE television this year. There we go. Tampa, Florida. That's where John Cena lives. So it just makes sense. They're going to Tampa. They want Cena on a show sometime soon. Do it in Tampa if his schedule permits him to be home that week. So, if he's home, why the heck not? Speaking of people appearing on shows, The New Day appeared on NXT this weekend and will be challenging for the NXT Tag Team Championships against Pretty Deadly at Deadline. And Shawn Michaels actually spoke on maybe having them long-term in NXT as Michaels stated the following on the NXT Deadline media call this week. We never go into asking for long-term. We kind of take everybody's temperature when they come here and hope it does. We understand if it doesn't and the, com and the commitments. But I'll say this. They really enjoyed being here Tuesday, and I know there is an aspect. Xavier started here and has wanted to come back for a long time. Michaels continued to praise the New Day and, wanting, and them wanting to give back to the NXT brand, stating... It's amazing. The two young guys that have been doing this for a long time and have accomplished everything. They get to the point where they want to start to be able to give back. And I think that's where the new day is. I won't lie. I'm absolutely hoping to take advantage of that. They really had a great time. And we are going to try and do everything we can to keep them here as long as we can. I asked them if we could broach those conversations. And they were certainly open to, the, to it. I'm really hoping it's certainly, it's certainly more than a one-time thing. It just becomes a question of how long. Those are always the questions. And we understand that those are the ones that have to think about and talk with their family members. And those are the things that they have to straighten out with NXT and the main roster talent. And they appear to be open to the conversation, which we are very excited about. So there we go. John Michael said that he did ask them if they would want to do more in NXT, but nothing was really agreed upon, if not talked about much. But there is the possibility 
of Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods sticking around in NXT a little bit longer than just to do the one match with Pretty Deadly. And in my my opinion, Pretty Deadly's great. They're good tag team champions. But if Kofi and Xavier want to do more in NXT, put the titles on them short term. Put the titles on them. Keep them on them for maybe a month or two, if even that, maybe a month and a half. And then you go from there. What better way to try to sell tickets to that February show in North Carolina than to say, hey, the New Day will be here because they're the tag champs, and you can take the titles off the New Day then. Have the New Day hold the titles till um, Vengeance Day in February, which is taking place outside of the Performance Center, WWE has officially announced that. They gave credit to Sports Business Journal, even though WrestleVotes first broke the story. But they did confirm that Saturday, February 4th, 2023, in the Spectrum Center, is WWE NXT Vengeance Day. But why not keep the titles on the New Day till Vengeance Day and then have somebody take them from them there? Whether that's Brooks and Jensen, whether that's Pretty, Dead, Pretty Deadly getting the titles back, whether it's the Creeds or somebody else. I think that's that's a smart idea to sell tickets. But it's not just, oh, the NXT people will come. The normal NXT crowd will be here. No, you're trying to sell tickets in a new market. Well, maybe not a new market, but another market. As we move forward, we got some news about, looks like we got the final three news stories. And they're all about potentially people finally returning to WWE. First one we're going to talk about, old Charlotte Flair. We haven't seen Charlotte Flair in nearly seven months since she lost an I Quit match to Ronda Rousey at Backlash, well, WrestleMania Backlash. And in the latest edition of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Dave Meltzer reported that Creative is making plans for Charlotte Flair's return. Charlotte hasn't appeared on WWE programming in some time. WWE announced a storyline update after WrestleMania Backlash, claiming that Charlotte was out of action, quote, indefinitely due to suffering a fractured forearm in the I Quit match. We have seen recently uh, Charlotte Flair training with NXT superstars, the Zoe Stark and Alba Fire. She said, thank you, ladies, which has rose a lot of, I guess you could say, ears to the, oh, she's coming soon. Oh, she's coming soon. Maybe she's coming back at the Rumble. Maybe she's coming back before the Rumble. It's unclear when Charlotte's coming back, but we do know that she's, she's getting ready for something. And she's been doing it for the past week or so. So if we do hear anything further on Charlotte Flair potentially returning soon, I'll have it for you right here. Now, another return is someone that hasn't been in the company for a couple of years, but has been talked about as far as returning here recently, but not just to WWE television, but maybe even getting their own television show. According to Dave Meltzer in the latest Wrestling Observer Newsletter, he states that there has been some talks about potentially signing Chelsea Green and her husband, Matt Cardona, the former Zack Ryder, and giving them their own reality show on the E! Network as Meltzer wrote the following. Whether this comes to fruition, there are talks with E! about a new reality show. They are looking for legitimate wrestling couples, so some upcoming signings could relate to that if the project is finalized. The Matt Cardona name was mentioned as possible if the deal goes through since Chelsea is in. Basically, it's been said for weeks now that Chelsea Green is coming back to WWE, that it's all said and done, and they're just waiting on the right time to bring her back. So if she's already in, maybe 
Cardona's whole, I ain't going back. I don't need to go back. Well, there is still one thing I haven't done there. If that's all a real thing of him trying to swerve us to think that maybe he's not and then does, then they get their own reality show. I'd watch a Matt Cardona, Chelsea Green reality show. I was never a fan of Total Divas, seen a couple episodes, like Miss and Mrs., so why not? Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green, cool people. I've never spoken or interacted with them personally, but all I ever hear is, man, these two are cool. Man, these two are fun. Man, these two are great, great people, and not just being wrestling personalities, but great people. So, I'd watch the show. I'd at least give it a shot. If it's any as good as Ms. and Mrs., if it's as entertaining as that, if not more, heck yeah. So there is the possibility of Chelsea Green coming back, which is more than a possibility. It's almost a done deal at this point. Matt Cardona possibly coming back, her husband, and those two potentially getting a reality show maybe with E! Network. If it's just in the <coughs> Twitch chat says, why didn't you like Total Divas? I just I didn't like Total Divas. I got like a Real Housewives Kardashian feel from it. I never liked either of those shows either. They never just clicked with me. But I think the reason Ms. and Mrs. clicked with me, because Ms. and Mrs. is more about shenanigans and just Ms. and Maurice doing crazy things sometimes. I mean, there's there's the grounded episodes of Ms. and Mrs. as well where they're not really doing wild and wacky things and it's more of a serious episode. There are There have been for sure serious episodes of Ms. and Mrs. But I think it's more of the... Just, hey, we're scheming up stuff, and Miz is making himself look dumb. Miz is making himself come off funny for entertainment purposes. But then sometimes there's those serious moments on Miz and Mrs. where you see the real Maurice and the real Mike come out. So, I like that. Again, Total Divas never clicked with me. I kind of got Kardashian, Real Housewives vibes, and those shows never clicked with me either. And yes... And Saturday says, my favorite part is Miz being cheap. Yes, Miz being cheap and George trying to tell him you need to be even cheaper than you already are. Because Miz tries to be cheap, but then in the end, usually ends up having to spend the money most of the time. But then George always comes around his dad and is like, well, you know, you could try this and this and this to save a dollar. Pinch penny. So, yes, I do love the Miz is cheap narrative. Hey, they say that a lot of... uh Rich people are cheap. That's how they keep their money. And finally, the final news story we have here to talk about today is what is going on with Sasha frickin' Banks, or should I say Mercedes Vernando? Or should I say Mercedes Monet, maybe? Who knows? Because a lot of things seem to be in the work for the former Sasha Banks. And yes, I say former because it sounds like she may not be returning to WWE. But initially, there was a report that came out stating that Sasha Banks, this is from Mike Johnson of PW Insider. Sasha Banks is expected to be appearing at Wrestle Kingdom 17 this January, January 4th. It is all but confirmed that she will possibly be challenging Kyrie, or maybe if Kyrie loses the title, whoever has the title coming out of, I can't remember who her opponent is, whoever the IWGP Women's Champion is coming out of Wrestle Kingdom. Maybe Sasha or Mercedes makes the challenge. Vernado. That's what I said, bud. Mercedes Vernado. But she's also trademarked the name Mercedes Monet. Regardless, 
The rumor and the reports are that she's going to appear in some capacity at Wrestle Kingdom, whether that is in person or on screen is unknown. And then Dave Meltzer actually had an update on this. Stay well first. First, let's read the the fightful update because that came out before the Meltzer update. So let's read these in chronological how we got them order. Fightful wrote the following. Known professionally as Sasha Banks, Mercedes hasn't wrestled since walking out on WWE back in May and subsequently was suspended. PW Insider reported that New Japan is bringing Mercedes in to NJPW Wrestle Kingdom, which is interesting timing for multiple reasons. Earlier this year, WrestleCade tried to book Sasha Banks for their Thanksgiving weekend event. Despite a high price tag, they were confident that she would yield a return and were planning the booking. However, as talks progressed, they were told that Banks wasn't taking wrestling bookings until January 1st. Wrestle Kingdom is after that date, as is the AEW Los Angeles show that features Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter against Soraya and a mystery partner. <clears throat> Fightful has already heard from reps from multiple companies about asking Sasha Banks' status and inquiring what we think it would take for her to make an appearance, even a one-off. Fightful. Asked about Mercedes' status with WWE after the heavy promotion of her appearing on USA Network's Barmageddon. Nobody that we inquired with at WWE had heard any changes or updates on her status, or were at least willing to say as much. However, several AEW talent were excited about the possibility of her coming in. One source quickly agreed that they thought that having Sasha on their weekly show is another, quote, anchor for the women's division. Something that could kickstart interest in it, and feel would and feel would significantly help viewership. When asking with NJPW sources, they would not confirm or deny the news, which is usually something they'll quickly deny if it isn't true. And that's something Meltzer says as well. Whenever he asks people in New Japan about something, if it's not true, they try to shoot it down right away because New Japan does not like rumors. New Japan does not like false rumors at that. If something gets reported and it's not true, New Japan usually tries to get ahead of it. So for them to not give a yes or a no means something's in the works and they don't want to spoil it. Now, according to Dave Meltzer, in an update in the Wrestling Observer newsletter, he did write the following. Mike Johnson reported that Sasha Banks as Mercedes Vernando, or Mercedes Monet, would be at the Tokyo Dome show on January 4th. That hasn't been confirmed past way... That hasn't been confirmed past we did learn that Kyrie versus Tam Nakano and the winner of that match will defend the IWGP title at a show now scheduled for 218, February 18th, in San Jose, California. So there we go. Maybe Sasha, or Mercedes, appears on screen to make the challenge to either Ty Kyrie or Tam, whoever walks out the champion. And then in San Jose, California, that's where the match takes place. I think that would draw a lot of fans to that show that... Otherwise, it's just going to be your normal 1,000, 1,500-person New Japan show that we usually get in the Bay Area now. I mean, we've had big six, 7,000 New Japan six, 7,000 attended New Japan shows in the Bay Area, but that's when they first started going to the Bay Area. Now they get 1,500, maybe 2,000. So this is a very interesting one. All signs are pointing to Sasha Banks going to New Japan and working for them. But then if she's working for New Japan, that would also mean that she's working technically maybe with stardom. And then in turn, maybe she can do other things. Maybe go AEW, maybe Impact. I doubt Impact, but it's just a thought. So we'll see exactly what happens. We got about 
mm, 25 days or so until Wrestle Kingdom. More news is surely to come out on this leading up to it. And you know that WWE wants to resign her. But if she's already, you know, at least verbally agreed to whatever this New Japan thing is, she ain't going back to WWE anytime soon. And I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. Oh, well, they're letting Carl Anderson go defend the Openweight title. I think that's more of they're letting Carl Anderson go drop the Openweight title. And they're not having him do it at Wrestle Kingdom where... AEW wrestlers are going to be, he's actually doing it on the final episode or the final night of the World Tag League, I believe. <clears throat> but with that, guys, that's everything we got pertaining to the news over the last couple of days. Like I said, a lot of quick hit stuff, some more talk it out kinds of things. But with that, that's everything we got. Remember, it's Friday, so that means tonight is Friday night. Smackdown. Tonight's Friday Night Smackdown does go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Something may have been removed from Smackdown. Uh-oh. Something may have been removed from Smackdown. What the heck, WW? Yup. Something was removed from Smackdown. Well, the video that I have set to go out as soon as this video is done previewing Smackdown is going to be possibly wrong. Maybe not, but possibly. So, if we go over... And we look at the SmackDown preview on WWE.com. Right now, only two things have are listed. We do know that, and we'll start from the bottom. We're getting the Kurt Angle birthday celebration, because they're in his hometown. And the tag titles will be on the line when the Usos defend. Whoa. Wait, why is this? Oh, never mind. I'm looking at the graphic wrong. The Usos defend against Butch and Sheamus. But you know what was here 45 minutes ago before we went live? A match that said Shotzi versus Shayna Baszler. Now, I need to go and see if WWE has announced that match is off or they just completely pulled it. Let's go to WWE social media and see if that match has actually been pulled or what. Um, I'm seeing nothing. Seeing nothing. The match was listed on WWE.com at 11 a.m. Pacific. But before I went live, I checked it just to double-check for my notes. And now it's no longer there. So I don't know if the match has been pulled. If the graphic was accidentally pulled, I had no clue. But if we go here, maybe click into SmackDown and see. Yeah, no. It was here on the SmackDown page as well as the WWE homepage. So... I don't know what's going on with the Shotzi Shayna Baszler match, but as of right now, it looks like it could potentially be off. But with that, that's all we got for the wrestling wrap up, guys. I want to say thank you if you're watching live, twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited. And thank you if you're watching or listening later, whether that's youtube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited or podcast services all around the globe like Stitcher, Spotify, Google Pod, Apple Pod, Anchor, iHeartRadio, and so much more. Remember, I'll be back live tonight. Friday Night Smackdown. So have a good night, guys, or good day, and I'll see you next time. Have a good one, guys.